Hello, everybody. This is Mark Sloan with ASAP Advisors, uh, back with you with another podcast. Um, today, I'm uh, joined again by uh, Al Pesh, um, who you've all met in the past. Um, and then our guest today is Ashok Gurmurthy. Um, and Ashok, I'll let you correct your last name. I apologize there. Um, but today, what we really want to get into are, um, is the focus on customer success and the interrelationship there with professional services and other parts of the organization. But before we really dig into that, um, you know, Ashok, why don't you, you know, give a little introduction and background on yourself? Hey, thanks, Mark. Um, hi, everybody. This is Ashok. I'm excited to be a part of this and contribute towards um, the industry. I um, currently uh, am vice president for NTT Limited, managing um, the managed services uh, existing um, installed based business. I worked in Hewlett Packard, IBM, and Infosys uh, prior to that. Uh, most of my career I spent in HP, where I spent um, 14 years. And uh, the reason I was hired into the current organization is uh, basically to establish the, the client success function and uh, sell this internally to the company and externally to the company, bring value to both uh, our company and to our clients, and also uh, focus on integrating this function uh, into the existing account management team. That's kind of what um, what my role is, and uh, we have been uh, pretty pretty successful, uh, you know, in, in the last five years. And I'm happy to talk more about that, Mark and Alpesh. Great, fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so so really digging in, right? Um, Alpesh and I over the the, the last number of uh, episodes have talked about you know, what we call sort of these interrelated gears, right? And that professional services is, you know, is, is one of the gears required to make a, uh, you know, technology company run successfully, but it's got to interact. It's got to, you know, it's, it's got to shift and move along with sales and support and customer success. And so, you know, what we really want to dig into is, um, you know, how do you really make that work? Because, you know, from, from my experience, right, I, I've seen it when it works really well. Well, um, when I was at a big six, uh, you know, consulting organization, and and just how you know things were, the, the gears were highly you know integrated, um, operating and running smoothly, almost to the point where you you didn't notice who was doing what, and and things flowed seamlessly. And then I've been in technology companies where um, you know the, the gears were not well greased, and, and uh, you know the, the the interactions between the different groups, um, you know. Don't go well, and and that makes a big dis difference. Both you know both externally, right, in terms of how the customer views the organization, how how much they enjoy working with the organization, um, and it it also matters you know as much if not uh, more importantly um, internally, right, in terms of how people view their jobs, how how easy it is to get up and do their job, and how much battling do they have to do against these uh, you know ungreased gears, um, and and so as we 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 dig into that. Um, Ashok, um, you know, maybe just you know share a little bit about you know how how you've done this, how you've built uh, you know customer success organizations, and and you know some of your thoughts on on what works well and and, and things to look out for. Sure, sure, Mark. I think you know you um, hit the nail on the head. Uh, in any function uh, to be successful, we should not think uh, of that function, right? And if I have to implement a function, I should not just think what I should do to implement this function. I have to absolutely think about all other aspects of what other changes I will do around these functions. Right? I'll give an example of the implementation of client success, and you know this is the same topic I presented in uh, TSIA last year. 
So when 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 we uh, started this journey, um, there were two roles in the company. There is a sales role and a delivery role for uh, for services client. And then you go and implement the the third role, uh, client success. And the idea is it's not just enough if you only design the client success role and then fit it in the box because it may not fit. So what we had to do is we also had to make adjustments to some of what sales does today and some of what delivery does today so that uh, you know it can it can fit in right without getting into too much detail I'll kind of give you a, a, a little analogy of uh, what what we really did in sales and delivery right what happened was uh, sales was involved in a lot of day-to-day uh, -day business right you know transition is not happening on time uh, there are contractual challenges, there are invoicing challenges, billing challenges. So there are aspects of running a business uh, sales was doing, which uh, did not uh, help them, you know, go get uh, and explore new areas. And delivery was was doing uh, a lot of uh, activities related to sales, which is not pure delivery, right? So that sometimes the client feels that, hey, you, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm paying you for certain service, and I don't want you to come and sell more service because you are accountable to deliver what I paid for you, right? So that's kind of we use that analogy and kind of fit the motion of client success in between these two era. So then you say that, hey, sales, you don't manage all, all the day-to-day -day functions uh, of, you know, running the business, you know, PNL, all that, right? Sales is accountable for booking, but not PNL. So client success will take care of it. So you can spend more time on going and grabbing large deals. And delivery, we said, you know, you should not talk about what more the customers can buy because that gets into the story of, uh, you know, Fox guarding hen's house. So we kind of made delivery uh, as their own thing of not uh, talking about selling stuff. So client success kind of fit in in the same space in between. So first we created space and then we inserted client success. I think you know that's kind of critical uh, when when you want to implement a function, you just cannot take the function and put it in. You have to first create the space uh, by creating the space can only happen if you make adjustments to other functions, not the function you are going to implement. Sure, yeah. sure. Now that, that makes sense. And um, just one one quick follow on question I have, and, and then I'll pass chime in as well. Um, one of the things I learned, you know, early on in my big six career, right, was, okay, hey, you have to deliver, but if you want to get promoted, you've also got to sell, right? Because in part, you're you're in the, you know, prime position to see what else the customer needs. Um, on the flip side, when I went into a professional services org inside of a tech company, the, there was, you know, I think a lot of what you discussed, right? Like that the, the customer just doesn't want you continually coming back, you know, as a delivery person, hey, do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? How, as you, as you implement, um, you know, the customer success function, what role do the professional services resources play in at least identifying, you know, even if they don't pursue next opportunities? So I think you know it's what we promoted was uh, internal teams, right? We realized that several touch points happenings, uh, you know, with the client, and everyone is talking to different people, and collectively we have a lot of knowledge, but we generally don't use that collectively 
collective internal knowledge you know to make something out of it so we kind of promoted a very very strong collaboration it might look uh, as simple as i say it but it's extremely harder in any company right because most of the times you the organization has more information than the customer if you collect all the entities talking to different people in the customer but we don't do that effectively so we kind of promoted the internal collaboration account management team account teams and have uh, you know there you know the ps guy an ms person uh, project person transition person sales person hardware person everybody who is touching this client you know should kind of have a regular ongoing meeting to kind of share what is going on in that space right so there are several synergies right you know not necessarily sales even for delivery and all the aspects right you know if uh, if the client had a p1 issue on uh, on a managed services business you don't want to go and sell a consulting project to the same client or you don't want marketing send a customer satisfaction survey when they have p1 going on so there are a lot of touch point happen especially for a large organization so i think that's kind of what we say you know back to your question you know ps resources are absolutely critical uh, in the larger scheme of connecting the dots and they interact day to day you know they are implementing a set of projects in five sites and when they talk to the engineers you know they come back and tell us hey you know looks like there's going to be another 15 sites or they're going to you know acquire this company you know there there's going to be more work going on so then that helps us streamline you know to have a business conversation and convert that as a sales opportunity so Ashok, uh, as you were talking to sales and delivery and sort of fine tuning the operating model, fine tuning, um, I don't want to say roles and responsibilities, but that's really, you know, guardrails, right? Um, did you sort of have to deploy sort of a bigger change management set of change management activities? How did how did you how did you go around implementing that what what kind of um, I'm assuming you had to go through sort of some sort of change management activities. Yeah, so Alpesh, you remember this, you know, you know, you and I did this when we were at Hewlett Packard, uh, right, driving a large transformation program. You know, it's not uh, uh, what methodology we use, but you know, the basic fundamentals of communicating what you are changing, why you are changing, and uh, the need for the change, and uh, then. As I said, the critical aspect is when you want uh, to implement a function, you should not only think of that function you are implementing. You have to think of all other aspects of the organization. And then we, you know, first uh, at least five months, uh, I, I was uh, spending my time on uh, understanding, listening, and uh, selling internally why it is needed with uh, the leadership team. Right, I think because uh, that was the critical aspect. Like you know, the book is written several times. Right, none of these are new concepts. So, and then the second part is uh, connecting with the field and uh, you know understanding uh, some pain points from them. Right, so now instead of saying, "Hey, I'm here to implement customer success," right, I'm like, "Hey, no, I'm here to understand the problem and see what is the right thing to do." And then you know, all the sales guys were saying, you know, these are the challenges they are facing. So once you understand some of their pain points and then you design the function so that it addresses their pain points, then acceptability is much more than uh, you know you saying, hey, I've been hired to do this, you know, I, I'm gonna go do it. And it is exactly, you know, uh, same thing what what you and I did uh, in HP when we were driving right. the transformation. Right. Looking at what is 
what are their pain points and then what uh, how can we help to address those? We may not be able to address everything, right? But there's there's areas that uh, as part of this process, process activity, right? And then if there's things that we can't solve for, let's say the sales team, but we have identified it, we can then, because you said you're looking at this, not simply from a role or function, you're looking at this from end to end. Right. You can say, exactly. oh, wait, a second. that problem that you're experiencing, actually, we could probably address it with via delivery because it's a delivery issue or it's a support issue or it's a, you know, it's a finance issue. So, no, that's that's great. And and I figured you probably had to do quite a bit of uh, change management up front um, as you as you're going through this. And obviously you're now well into sort of this this uh, function and, and you're successful. Um, did you have to. Um, uh, did you have to bring did you realize you had to bring people from the outside or did you did you really just structure internally more more around internal restructuring shifting of people from one area to another because they were better fit? How did you go about that? So no, I think that's you know always there's no silver bullet for this Alpish, right? So I think what we did is we we um, uh, we took a, a, a combined uh, strategy of uh, multifacet. So first, uh, from a background perspective, we had um, people, the combination of people as from account management, client management, general manager background. Then we have people from sales background, pure sales background. We have people from delivery background. And then we had people from PS, professional services, project uh, management background. So we kind of had, you know, currently my team has like four people come from four different streams because you know, in this role, you need to understand all aspects of it. So that's one of the reason, you know, we wanted people from different backgrounds. The second thing is, you know, we need uh, a combination of internal and external, right? So I uh, I hired several people, you know, from um, our old company. We worked together, uh, you mm -hmm. know, based on uh, the connections and I you know some of the experience from a skill set standpoint, but uh, also promoted several people internally, right? Like I had people from delivery from the current company. I had people from sales from the current company because what it does is the combination of external and internal, you know, gives the the value you get in both. You can't have uh, all internal or right. all external, right? So yeah. I think that combination helped. The combination where you got good perspective internally and a good perspective externally where they're bringing maybe different alternative uh, views or, or thought process that you didn't think about or didn't have an experience and whatnot, right? So that's that's great. That's that's exactly sort of the, you know, as you you said, that's what we did at HP and, and it sounds uh, like you did a really great job over at uh, NTT sort of uh, deploying that. As you, as you went through this and um, how did you, is your current your client success team um, incentivized to upsell and cross sell Ashok today in their role? So, you mean the cross sell? Uh, cross sell or upsell activities? Yeah, yeah. yeah there are. Uh, you mean did I say how how does it happen or? No, no. Is that is that something you've deployed or put into that uh, into the remit for for your client success team? That is, it, it's it's an opportunity. They're they're sitting over uh, over the top of this, right? They're seeing what 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 the original solution and sold, uh, the delivery and all that. But as they as they're going through and managing and and setting expectations of the client, are they also expected to upsell additional value added services or solutions as the, as the relationship continues to 
um, mature or uh, go over time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think upsell and cross-sell was one of the top priority for the client success function, um, right? Because we, we identified that uh, more than 70% uh, of our revenue comes from uh, install-based business. So it's absolutely critical oh, wow. for any company, right? To to get uh, grow that business, right? And then the book is written several times, you know, that how easy it is uh, on a relative scale, you know, to or how difficult it is to get a new client, a completely new client, than to grow an existing client. So upsell, cross-sell was absolutely a critical activities, and we we did several uh, techniques and methods, uh, you know, like white space analysis, you know, share a wallet, and mm -hmm. uh, and you know, having uh, increasing the knowledge of. Uh, an understanding of uh, industry customer needs and also what we do as a company. So we have uh, several trainings and uh, you know skill level uh, to uplift for people. And then we also focused people to have uh, you know the industry specific conversation with the client. Excellent, excellent. And I'd like to just kind of do a quick deep dive here on on this in terms of you know what makes a good customer success you know resource, lead, et cetera. You know, recognizing the shift that you pulled, um, you know, our audience is, is largely focused within you know, the professional services space. What, you know, what, what are the, what's the profile of a professional services resource that has made a good you know, customer success resource for you? So I think there are a uh, you know, few um, aspects. Uh, one is uh, client management, a client relationship uh, skill. Right, you know, understanding client need and, uh, you know, making sure that, you know, have a client uh, centric first model. You know, I see that a lot of uh, PS resources uh, definitely have have that uh, have that skill. The second one I would say is uh, PNL and uh, business uh, management knowledge. Right, the ability to understand PNL financials uh, and you know making sure that uh, you know because we also expect our team to look at our cost structure and see how we can improve. Uh, you know when when you sell a deal, right? Because I feel PS resources also have some of those skills because uh, some or most of them also manage the project uh, which comes with uh, with the PNL. So that is uh, it's a background. But what I would say um, uh, the PS resources have to learn uh, was uh, uh, the full life cycle approach from a from a client standpoint, right? I think you know uh, that is uh, something I would uh, really uh, consider spending the time if someone has to move from PS, you know, to to client success because client success is not specific to PS or MS or support services, right? It is client is at the center. So what what you do is more internal to the company. So when you move from a PS uh, leader to a client success leader, you're kind of shifting, uh, you know, from you know vertical to horizontal or x-axis to y-axis, right? Okay. So sometimes you become, you know, a jack of all, which is fine. You need to know a little bit of everything, and you need to know who is the right person who can solve the problem for the client internally in your organization. Well, in, in that, um, you know, a little bit from my experience and a little bit from my hypothesis is, you know, I think professional services people, I mean, they're, they're good at, you know, I think proactively solving problems, but their aperture is narrow, right, in, in terms of right. the project, the product that we're implementing, et cetera. 
um, you know, and, and, and your point about, you know, customer success needing to go broader, um, how, do, how do you help a professional services leader make that transition? Or what are some things that you know, you've done, seen that have worked well? I think I feel uh, if someone has to make a shift, uh, you know, because the whole industry is moving uh, towards uh, domain, right? So if you want to align yourself with the client, you need to pick which is the industry you want to be aligned. You know, you want to focus on manufacturing, you want to focus on healthcare, you want to focus on insurance, you want to focus on consumer good. Once you make that decision, then you can kind of zero in on what are the uh, digital trends happening in each of these industries. Because over the last 10 years, uh, you know, uh, digitization has uh, completely evolved significantly, right? Uh, the last 10 year, uh, the changes happened is uh, probably much more than what happened in the last 50 years. So from that context, it is not IT group or technology group, right? And if you want to be part of this digital agenda, then you need to know what's happening in the industry. And then I would say if they want to you know, be aligned with the client success, you know, be in the client scenario, first understand what industry and then understand what is going on and then then it will kind of help you solve all the technology problem uh, because the business problems uh, are the primary problems we want to solve and technology is basically is going to help us solve business problems. Oh, that's great. That's that's great advice and, and, and super, super helpful. Um, Alpesh, any, did you have another question? I think I interrupted you a second ago. Yeah, so I uh, appreciate that, Mark. So just maybe last question, Ashok, is it sounds like obviously you've done a great job of um, deploying and setting up sort of this this whole new area around uh, client success and, and, and sort of broad best practices. What lessons have you did you learn and, and did you have to do any sort of course corrections along the way? So several, uh, <laughs> I can write a book on that, right? Um, if it is that easy, uh, you know, we, we know three of us will not be here. Right? I think, you know, um, one of the, the big thing is we, uh, you know, I underestimated uh, the change management, right? Even though you plan so much and even though Alpesh, you and I did, we spent like three full years doing change management globally, right? Even though we had all the background, I, I still feel that I underestimated uh, some of that, you know, some of the people aspect of it, right? You know, what uh, uh, people feel that if you implement a role and then they start to the client, they, you know, is this function going to take my role? Will I get uh, hit with, uh, you know, the, the comp model I have? And you know, there are a lot, lot of things. So I think if I have to go, uh, you know, do it again, I'll probably spend a, a little bit more time on uh, change management on the on the people aspect. And the second thing I would say is uh, uh, tools and uh, systems. I think, you know, I feel that I did not, I underestimated that, uh, you know, we, we started small, uh, so we thought we don't need, uh, you know, a large amount of tools and systems to manage some of it, uh, but I feel that uh, more integrated uh, tools, uh, you know, uh, which, uh, helps anybody you know who wants to implement these because scale up will happen pretty quick and uh, it's always difficult to implement an integrated uh, tools methods and systems once you once you become bigger you know it's always yeah. easier when you start from the beginning yep 
Excellent. No, no, that's great. Great points. Yeah, the, just a lot of experience and exposure that you and I have similar and experienced. And um, yeah, I, I look forward as, as I uh, continue forward to that integration, that whole post sale uh, sort of operating model, right? For uh, taking the client on that journey, which uh, client success is a very, very key element and underpinning to support that. So appreciate that, Ashok. Thank you. All right, thank you, uh, Mark and Alpish. You know, it's a it's a great opportunity. Uh, you know, and thank you for uh, for the opportunity and inviting me for this. No, absolutely, um, thank you, Ashok. And uh, you know, folks, if if you have questions or or, or want to you know, engage further in the discussion, uh, please uh, you know get in touch with us. And um, you know, happy to keep this going. So, thanks a lot, and we'll be back next time.